0: Good morning, it's Tuesday, April 9th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today, Iron Lady set Britain on a new course. Invoking Newtown, President pushes for gun control, and teacher knows if you've done the e-reading. In today's national headlines, rural states need lawyers, one is set to pay. Governor Pol's tax plan seen as key for Louisiana, and line for the 16 race shows Vice President who's not the favorite. In today's financial headlines, J.C. JCPenney Board ousts its chief of 17 months. Battle heats up over troubled energy buyout, and Europe receives complaint on Google's Android system. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Iron Lady set Britain on a new course. Reported by Joseph Gregory. Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady of British politics, who set her country on a rightward economic course, led it to victory in the Falklands War, and helped guide the United States and the Soviet Union through the Cold War's difficult last years, died on Monday in London. She was 87. Her spokesman, Tim Bell, said she died of a stroke at the Ritz Hotel. Prime Minister David Cameron cut short a visit to continental Europe to return to Britain after receiving the news, and Queen Elizabeth II authorized a ceremonial funeral with military honors. A statement from the White House said that the world has lost one of the great champions of freedom and liberty, and America has lost a true friend. Thatcher was the first woman to become Prime Minister of Britain, and the first to lead a major Western power in modern times. Hard-driving and hard-headed, she led her conservative party to three straight election wins and held office for 11 years, May 1979 to November 1990 longer than any other British politician in the 20th century. The economic medicine she administered to a country sickened by inflation, budget deficits, and industrial unrest brought her wide swings in popularity, culminating with a revolt among her own cabinet ministers in her final year and her shout of no, no, no in the House of Commons to any further integration with Europe. By the time she left office, the principles known as Thatcherism, the belief that economic freedom and individual liberty are interdependent, that personal responsibility and hard work are the only ways to national prosperity, and that the free market democracies must stand firm against aggression, had won many disciples. Even some of her strongest critics accorded her grudging respect. At home, Thatcher's political successes were decisive. She broke the power of the labor unions and forced the Labor Party to abandon its commitment to nationalized industry, redefine the role of the welfare state, and accept the importance of the free market. Abroad, she won new esteem for a country that had been in decline since its costly victory in World War II. Thatcher's relentless hostility to the Soviet Union and her persistent call to modernize Britain's nuclear forces fears of nuclear war. It also caught the Kremlin's attention. After she gave a hardline speech in 1976, the Soviet press gave her a sobriquet of which she was proud, the Iron Lady.